and you're live. Zero. Oh, well, three, two, one, zero. <laughs> Got my numbers. Brilliant. I love that. Yeah. Eight, seven, four. You're on. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another edition of Confused with Mona and Julian. Um, this week, we're talking about um, fear. Fear and surprise. Fear, surprise, and a ruthless devotion to anyway, Mona, rather than quoting uh, Monty Python any longer. What um, Describe what you mean by marketing through fear. Um, now, I think we don't need to give a definition of fear. We all have gone through, in the last 12 months, we've all gone through some... Uh, uh, some sense of uh, or some definition of fear. I mean, it can be it. It, it obviously varies uh, between business to business, leaders to leaders, but and industry to industry, obviously. But uh, the aspect of marketing with fear or strategy based on fear, it's just that we or even during normal business course, we have this as element of unknown or the element of taking a risk. But I think um, it's not Mark, just a a brooding sense of foreboding. No. <laughs> well, oh, well. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what kind of industry that would be and how things, yeah, oh, I'm not predicting what's happening there. Uh, but, but yeah, I think there's some element of risk in uh, uh, overcoming challenges and uh, uh, involved in a normal course of business. But when you look at things where, when uh, it gets amplified by, say, a pandemic, we kind of question everything. And that's where the fear, this, that's the fear we're talking about right now is what do you do when the choices are, uh, when you really the time's limited and the choices are just a handful of choices you have in hand is like you kind of reinvent really quickly, you adapt really quickly, you make decisions really quickly and kind of move on rather than having those 12 months to make a decision or shift it to the next financial year and think about it until you have a budget to make those decisions. Um, none of us had those. Uh, there were very few opportunities last year where businesses were able to get that kind of time limit or time period to think about things for the even 12 days or 12 months uh, where and they just had to get on with it. So that's the fear I'm talking about. That's the fear we're discussing today is what happens when you just have to kind of launch with whatever it is, whether it's your strategy, whether it's your uh, what you're adapting or reinventing and you just go ahead with it, not knowing uh, what what what's next. Uh, so and I'm not, looking at so the positive side of things as well from there. So it's it's actually uh, what you're saying is you're describing fear of taking an action um, mm -hmm. and then wasting time rather than actually using fear as a marketing tool. So we're talking about inaction through to because we're concerned about the outcomes, not um, using the emotion of fear um, for marketing itself, which which does get done it's that thing of uh, do you want to be left behind by your competition mm. you know that that's the the classic use of fear in marketing i'm familiar with but if you if we're saying fear by inact because causing inactivity in marketing that's mm. what you're describing yeah right yep. which which is a sort of paralysis isn't it it's a sort mm. of mental paralysis but do you think that it just applies in uh, times like now because it's sometimes people are impacted by uh, by it but just because of change or doing new technology or 
or um, trying a new method of marketing, that can also cause uh, paralysis because they're frightened of what might happen. Mm. So I think what it, it applies in both those scenarios. So what happens here is if people are uh, paralyzed because they're not able to make that decision uh, in terms of whether they move ahead or not, they still might have some sort of uh, uh, some sort of capability within the business. Not, I mean, many industries are getting disrupted because of uh, social media and the way things are done using technology. Uh, and uh, living in this age, anybody would say that not many industries would are, are not touched by technology or have not taken that on board. But at the same time, those businesses have kind of come on board with the idea, okay, we'll take it slow and see what happens. But when a pandemic comes through, that fear gets amplified and that risk gets amplified in the mind of the decision makers. And they're like, okay, if we launch something new, we're probably investing that amount and resources in it. What happens if it doesn't work? But the question there is then, what do you do in a, uh, what do you do when you have to reinvent, when you have to adapt and the time's limited? If you don't change, you become stagnant. Right. Yeah. Cause you will, uh, I mean, it's it's uh, the whole the whole need to be flexible and nimble is 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 um, part of that because otherwise you sit still. You you you're dealing with uh, the previous campaign rather than the next one. Um, I mean, you look at what was effective even two or three years ago, and it's a very different story now and a very different market. Mm. Um, you know who you know, even two three years ago who'd have really predicted the crisis that there is at the moment in retail mm. and the massive shift to online marketing mm. um and you know the, the the question now about uh how often which is still undecided of, of how often do people come into an office is an office actually needed uh you know the fact that you could could potentially have an entirely virtual business without any bricks and mortar element to it um so when you look at how you approach your your marketing or what you're doing as far as a campaign is concerned then that perhaps is where the fear um holds back the fear of the unknown uh, prevents you dealing in a way with the here and now mm. that's a tautology and connecting it back to the point that you say, I mean, yes, regardless of where people were working from, uh, work still continued. Mm. Uh, the meetings still happened. There was still, yes, there was a kind of change in pace. But at the same time, businesses existed. Services were offered, uh, maybe in a different way, but it went on. So similarly with marketing, that mindset has to come into marketing as well, regardless of uh, what's happening in terms of marketing, whether you are a future-focused business leader or a business uh, completely uh, uh, transformed by technology, or you are, in, say, for example, in the professional services industry where there's still a lot of face-to-face -face or, or tangible services being provided. But at the same time, you have to see is where is the industry moving forward? At what pace are they changing? And what's the need of the, how the needs of the customers are changing? So rather than becoming uh, stagnant because of fear, the idea here is the question that a business needs to ask or a business leader needs to ask is, am I evaluating my marketing strategies regularly? How quickly can I change from, say, 
point A to point B? Can I do it with minimum uh, uh, minimum amount of kind of setback? And how smoothly can I transition into something if I have to change, say, in a couple of weeks' time about my <clears throat> marketing my product or my service? So that's mm. the question that really is something that the business needs to kind of evaluate on an ongoing basis because at the end of the day if the business is ongoing you have clients who you are servicing every month or every year then you need to think about marketing as that ongoing uh project as well yeah cool all right mona thank you very much for that uh listening to the Pleasure. next uh, confused with mona and julian thanks a lot for listening thank you mm-hmm.